Do you want a little help? Don't worry about me. Fighting that little beast made me start thinking about the animals I left behind on the island, and so I let my guard down. Now to fight like I mean it. Alright! Baby boys, baby girls, what's going on? It's your boy SKIP.88 here from Blurred Over here to bring you another awesome interview. This time we got somebody very special in the building. Not only does she dance, she can cook. Not only that she can dance and cook, she do it at the same time on TikTok. She's multi-talented. We're going to let her introduce herself and we're going to take it away, sis. It's all on you. Oh, well, hey, everybody. My name is Dion known as Miss Dion Danae on all social media platforms. And I am pretty much living out my kitchen and giving you guys fresh cooked content um, as a way to kind of help me cope with the quarantine and everything else. So this is how it all started. This is where it all began. And I hope this is where it finishes, too. She was so modest in there. I know she wanted to say more, but thank you for that interview. She was just so being so, you know, so bubbly. But anyway, ooh, okay. So the letter for this um episode is going to be little B for bubbly because she is very bubbly. So yo, that's what we are gonna do. <laughs> so sis, thank you for coming on for the interview. I really didn't think he was gonna reply back to the message because I was like, yeah, she out here living her best life, so she ain't going back and forth with nobody. So. Who am I? Oh no, of course. Of course. Like I was I was more like, oh wait, for what? <laughs> I was just like that, like excited that someone wanted to interview me. So I was just like, Yeah, sure. Um, wait, for what? I mean <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I mean who I mean who wouldn't? Well what you do is awesome. So I was like every time because I, I enjoy your videos. I was like, you you did you dance to what? Rick James. You dance to um God, what's another <laughs> song? Um was that was that Outcast you danced to? What? I did do outcast. Yeah, okay. I did like some old school. I'm from Atlanta, so I had to, I had to hey. old school outcast. Okay, so you're from the south. So I'm from Alabama. We just like maybe I'm down the road, and well, no, I'm up the road, and you down the road. So there it is. Had to get yeah. my there sister directions. There it is. So now I'm over around the way in LA right now. So that's where I currently reside. Okay. Oh, she got money. Okay, so we off to a good start. Let me stop. I'm gonna stop. I need to be safe. <laughs> Oh man, but thank you. I'd like to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, people at Blurred Over. Thank you for coming on, having this little interview with us. And like I said, you are somebody very worthy of having an interview with. So I don't know why nobody reached out. So thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Good, good. 
So my first question I'm going to ask you, what do you think of the word and term blurred? Or do I need to break it down to you before to give your answer? You know, the first time I ever came across that term was when you first followed me. I think it um, has it been about a year, I think, that I, I've been following your page and just seeing like this enormous, amazing growth. Oh, thank um, you. From, from the beginning of, the, of your page, I'm like, I'm happy to say that I, I saw it from the, from the beginning too, like, especially when you, um, you know, asked for my consent um, to, to post like my past cosplay and Halloween costumes of Mortal Kombat. And it felt like we just went full circle against this Mortal Kombat movie just came out again. But the term blurred it actually uh, was introduced to me through your page. And that was the first time I ever came across that term. And I, I'm, I'm for it. I kind of, I kind of like that what it means and what it stands for um it it kind of gives us a little bit of just a lesson on not amenity <laughs> but it, it it kind of solidifies or like validates that you can also be a nerd and it's not like just associated with being like asian or white like you can be right. a black nerd like that exists we do exist in this space in this space Notice I said we very quickly in that. Um, but yeah, like I, I like the term personally. It's also very catchy and to the point. Plus, Black Nerd doesn't really like it. Sounds weird if you put that as a hashtag word. <laughs> so, for marketing purposes, I, I approve. Okay, good, good. Because it, uh, it, like you said, it does sound to kind of say, yo, you're a Black Nerd. That's kind of like, ah, oh, you made that sound so ugly. <sighs> Can we can we get another yeah. blur? So we can we substitute that. Let's say blur. What's a blur? A black nerd. Let's, let's say that. That's the definition of blur. Adjective. No, I like I, I I vibe I vibe with the term and and some people can maybe think like why why does it need to be placed as like a black nerd? And I think like the quickest definition I can give is that it's not really being nerdy is still not considered cool or celebrated in any sense of, of the word and stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of like in in popular was considered popular black culture. Right. And I feel like giving it a term or like kind of giving it something that's like a hashtag you can actually find. You can actually find what you do people that look like you and do the same things as you do in your in your own hobbies. So I'm glad that that is being like, there, there, there is a term, there is a label on it. Because sometimes things, if you're not the vast majority. Oh, okay. Can you say something? Sorry, I was playing for a second. There you go. Um, so what I was about to say is that if you're not like a part of the mainstream, then you know you can't really. Like, it's hard to find yourself. Like what what you relate to that you that look like look like you. Right. So it, without those labels being out there to give it a name for something, mm-hmm. we're unable to find ourselves. And so blurred, I'm able to find find myself. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that that was good and. To follow that question that you answered so beautifully, by the way, I think you should run for vice president um, or president. I'm sorry. Let's put that up there. But um, what what makes you what makes you a blur? I I would describe myself as a blurred because of the type of. I wouldn't say hobbies. I would say it was just the type of content that I enjoyed watching when it came to entertainment growing up like i grew up choosing to be more into anime manga um 
don't 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 quiz me on on the manga stuff. Um, no, don't don't get keep me there because I I would I would not let, get let through the door. But I wouldn't. Uh, anime is more like my vibe. I've watched countless titles since I was I I think I watched my first anime, which was Wolf's Rain, like when I was close. To, I think I was like nine or eight years old. Okay. Uh, on old school Adult Swim, back old like hey. Adult Swim was popping with nothing but anime late night. Um, and I think for a lot of us, I've actually like planted the seeds, like of the of us watching Hamtaro, Sailor Moon, um, Dragon Ball Z, um, and not even knowing that so many of us was influenced by that that content okay. uh, even back then. So okay. like for me, that's kind of where it started. And even I'm I'm kind of surprised. I'm still just as into it as I was then as I am now. Wow. Um, I shouldn't be, but I am. Like you know. This shirt was like somewhat recently bought, so that's <laughs> something. Hey, hey and I, I'm 27 for anyone that was wondering. Hey, ain't ain't nothing wrong with that. And you know what? It's sad of what you said in your sentence because I caught something and like blurred over is a safe haven for people of color. You don't even have to worry about getting judged or being questioned on being gatekeep. And like, once they came at your mouth, you already knew how this community works because. You said gatekeeping. So, have you already been gatekeep since you, you know since you've been a part of this community? I think for me, being a female in general, being a woman, is that you get gate you can get gatekeep in different ways <laughs> than than just one. So, like, not only is like I might be gatekeep in when it comes to certain like anime communities and manga communities. Um, even while growing up, like um, there wasn't a lot of people of color that was at conventions when I was growing up and stuff. Not mm-hmm. a lot of people like me in the manga section of Barnes and Nobles and stuff growing up. And, okay. and I could tell people look at me like, what is she doing here? And does she even know anything about this? So I'm definitely used to being judged in that way. And then also when I do find my, my space and people that look like me that's into the same thing, then it's another layer of, Oh, are you just capping because you're a girl trying to look cool at your into anime? And then I'm I'm having to prove myself with two different like groups of people, um, which I'm just I, I definitely it used to bother me when I was younger. So now I'm like I'm almost thirty, so that doesn't really um, phase me too much. And that's to hold my own in those kinds of conversations when I feel like the gatekeep conversations about to come up. Okay, and stuff. But um, yeah, that I I have been through that, and uh, it used to it, it made me not be so open about my hobbies and what my likes were right. growing up. It made me kind of keep them to myself because as I got older, I didn't I didn't feel like I matched a typical person that you would think likes to watch like anime, and I feel like I get judged for that like right off the gate. Oh, Goddamn that! Oh, I'm I'm sorry that that it that happened to you, and I'm pretty sure that it's still happening to you, but. Here's my thing. I don't understand. If how can one get used to get bullied back in elementary, middle school, high school about the stuff that we like today? Now there's community for people that look like me and you that love stuff like this. And now you trying to stop somebody or call somebody out because you think they doing this for clout. They doing this for, for fame. But you were the one back in those days getting picked on and bullied. I don't think I don't, I'm trying to say how does that work? You should be happy that there are more, especially black females, that are into this now. Because back then, back in school, you know, that shit wasn't cool. You getting picked on. It's getting not. Bullied. I kept it kind of to myself. And exactly. You had to keep it to yourself because if you let it out and let people know, guess what? Now you're going to be labeled as a nerd. You're going to get picked on. You're not going to get invited to parties or anything like that. And being a kid, 
that sucks because you wanted to feel a part of something so bad that you would do anything just to feel accepted by your peers at that time. Right, right. But I didn't, you know, I'm not going to lie, though. I let it slip, I think, a little bit. Because I joined the DDR club at my school. I love DDR. I do love dance. It's um, Japanese dance and rhythmic games. So okay. back in the day, I'm not sure if anyone remembers the game, the, the PC game audition. I was all about it. It's that, I miss it so bad. I mean, it is back, but it's not as popular as it was in its heyday. Mm-hmm. I was definitely one of these. I had a boyfriend that broke up with me. Because he thought he thought that I was quitting him before the game, like that. That was how into this game that I was playing, along with like DDR Club and all that good stuff. And um, wow. I remember I did kind of find myself a little bit in that in that community, but I did I stuck out. Like you know that wasn't what the cool kids were doing. I was with kind of like the the weird misfits, but not the cool misfits that smoked cigarettes behind the pool. Like I was with like. Right. That, that didn't get invited to the parties and all that kind of stuff. And I kind of always have to straddle the line between those two sides. Okay. I get, but I'm, he broke up with you because he thought you was putting that before him. For, him, for what? For him? Yeah, for him. That's what he said. That's what, that's what came out of his mouth. Wait, say it again? I, I said, your boyfriend back then broke up with you because he thought that you put all that stuff before him. Yep, that was true. That was true. Um, do, do I feel like I did? Maybe a little bit. I don't mean, he didn't give, give me a very appealing ultimatum. Uh-huh. I, I remember back then and stuff. Like, you know, making out behind the school just was not as fun and appealing to me. Like, I, I'm a Southern girl, and um, I did go through ESL training, so that's why I don't have much of an accent anymore. But okay. I, I, I enjoy to be courted and even... In high school, I, I knew how I liked to be approached by men and stuff, and he just wasn't. He he wasn't serving me a good option that was better than me going home and kicking ass on auditions. Like that wasn't it wasn't vibing with me, so that's what I was doing. School <laughs> and stuff. He tried to come back at one point, so you know they always come back. Oh wow! So this is for him. This is for your ex. I forgot he's terrible. <laughs> oh, wait, man, I gotta do this real quick. Let me do this. This is for him. I forgot he's terrible. And we're back into it. All right. So, <laughs> oh, man. So we touched, okay, we touched back then, you know, you know, you're passing high school and everything. And let's say you're meeting somebody new, a, a black female uh, that loves anime, that loves manga, that loves canon, that loves Death Note. And, you know, she believes that, you know, she wants to be a part of the community. But like you said, she don't want to be gatekeeped in this community. So what advice and tips would you give this young woman? that, you know, wants to be like your sister, wants to be a part of this blurred community, what would you tell her? I would tell them that you don't have to be, you don't have to fight to be a part of anything. Mm-hmm. If you, if you like something, you like something. And no one can take that away from you. No one, you don't deserve to answer no questions in someone's like prop quiz on any show that you watch. Like, do people that uh, watch, like, I know people are crazy about that show Friends. I mean, it's a great show made and all that. But like, um, like, do you see that community? Do they ever gatekeep each other and stuff? Like about friends? Like, do they ask them, what's Rachel's favorite color? Like, do, do, do they do that? To, no, they don't. They do it to each other. It doesn't make any sense at all. I never got that. So any any woman that's out there that, you know, is into what we consider, like, nerdy stuff, like, don't don't feel like you have to prove yourself to a community. Like, you're already in it. Right. 
if anything, if they don't accept you, just keep it pushing. They be back. They always come back. <laughs> it, oh God! It, but you made you made a good point. That that is a good valid point. Like these other fandoms that are out here that's not part of this community, like Friends, all that, and you know, you see people liking that, but you don't see them getting quizzed as much as people are getting quizzed in this community. And why do you think that is like in this community, everybody want to question you about something in anime or the superheroes, Marvel, DC. Why, why, why is it different from the outside world than here? I'm not sure exactly why. I feel like some people kind of make the mistake of holding something so sacred that it kind of loses value Mm -hmm. in it. Like, I understand that, like, you, you guys want to keep, like, the community pure, but, like, then we're no different than, like, the white cosplayers that, like, disrespect our, our beautiful black cosplayers when they talk about, like, how they don't match the character and how they're ruining it, you know? Like, that, that what makes us, it, it, it's like, that, that's like the opposite of in- inclusivity and stuff. And if we do it to each other, then we're no better. Like, it's, we're, we're alienating each other. True. All over again. So we got we got to do better. Like if if you see someone that's into the same things as you do, like instead of like giving them a pop quiz, try to suggest some other show that you think they might like. Like ask you know what kind of genres and stuff that they actually like like in, in um or are heard of and like suggest different um animes that they that they like. Like uh-huh. personally, I'm really into the psychological thrillers and stuff. So I like um. Not too much of a fan of like the like the super old school like nineties like for example like um um Evangelion like um Neon Genesis Evangelion and stuff like it took me forever to finally get into that series but so many people told me like oh you need to watch it you need to watch it and stuff I didn't like the anime like I didn't like the, the art style right because it was so old to me it's hard for me to watch like even like Gundam Seed and stuff like I didn't start getting into Gundam until I started watching Gundam Seed. And stuff because like it, it had like revamped itself by that point. But like, um, it just like suggesting different types of stuff that people should check out. Like we should be wanting more people to get into the community because that's what makes more opportunities mm-hmm. uh, for us in it. it. That's what makes um, more content. That's what makes like the the genre pop. And there's more things available, more ideas, more conventions, it, and then. Like, do we want our community to be popping or not? Like, I feel, I feel yeah. that. I feel that. Like, 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 you see, like, Cosmic down there is kind of judging me a little bit that I had to, like, say, like, what I had listened to to even judge my validity in the community and stuff. Like, uh-huh. we shouldn't do that to each other. Like, just, if I say, like, anime, that's just being us. <laughs> right. You right. And yeah, I just see that. So I'm sure that she knows me. Yeah. And don't try me. I'll probably watch more than you have to. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And I respect that. And that's a powerful answer. I'm glad that what you said, what you said. And, and we, like you said, we really have to stop doing this to each other because if if we want people to respect us, we have to show respect to each other at the end of the day. I mean, how you want somebody from outside from that's not part of our community to respect us and we can't even coincide with each other. We can't unify on the same thing. We always got to downgrade, look upon each other, you know, talk about each other, spirit rumors behind each other's back. I, I, like, how, how can we fix that? Exactly. I think a good example I would think of was uh, Meg Thee Stallion. Like, I think back in the day, like, with her first, like, mixtape or whatever, she actually came into, like, my, 
realm of knowledge and stuff with other my other friends were kind of telling me about like her songs coming out we're talking like at least two three years ago and um from there i started to even hear especially on twitter that apparently she was like you know out and proud that she liked anime and i remember that there was a slight pushback but there was there was two sides like i feel like there was other black women like myself that was really into anime that accepted her with like open arms, no questions asked. Right. And stuff. The minute she started talking about World Combat and like um, in Naruto and like some of her other favorite shows and stuff too, I'm like, okay, cool, dope. I want to see more female rappers be into different things other than like smoking weed and going like drinking henny. Like it has to be more to you than that. You know what I mean? Um, so I kind of enjoyed that that was a different side of her that we don't get from a lot of rappers or even female rappers. But then there was another side of people that was constantly just being like, oh, she, she she's capping. Like, she's just trying to get, like, the 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 blurred community and stuff to, to um, buy her records. And it's kind of like, it's kind of absurd if you think about it because, like, why not have a female rapper dropping songs and lyrics that have like um that reference anime characters it's not what we kind of wanted like you're right like why are we fighting against that that's what i mean like we need to stop doing this to each other <laughs> and you're exactly right because you know like meg like meg the stallion you know big rapper and you know when her first her first love for anime it's like it changed like a lot of people like damn so if this big time rapper from texas like anime and she a rapper, and people are like loving her, feeling her music. It's kind of like, well, damn, maybe something is not wrong with being a being a blur. Because look at Meg Thee Stallion, Michael B. Jordan, um, Kanye West, a, a whole sleuth of black celebrities that are that are blurs, and people are shocked to find out that they are blurs. Kind of like, wow, I did not know that she or he would be into that type of thing. And I feel like there's so many different genres of anime that where I feel like most people in the community would definitely find find their flavor of what they like. Like, but I think what the the dislike of anime comes from within our community, people have a very limited view of what they think anime is. And I think that's where it starts mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, for example, like I remember growing up, and a lot of people would like know that I was in anime, and like their first question out the gate would just be like, "Oh, so you're watching like." Like, yeah. all this different other stuff 
And then like some people see anime as being like like Sailor Moon. Like like I can't watch Sailor Moon. No disrespect to my Sailor Moon fans out there, but I cannot watch Sailor Moon as a grown woman and if you want to rip my hair out. Um I can't exactly like because like the, the high vo- high pitched voices, the overreactions <laughs> to things like it is it's meant for children like that show. Okay. Um, and some people associate anime with only being that, whereas I'm more into things that's way more like sullen, more um, solemn, more like serious. Like I like cop dramas, like Monster. Monster is like a classic anime that I really like. It's okay. A lot. Um, and and or like Death Note has a way more serious tone to it. Um, not for children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who God? Yeah, definitely really not for children at all. I watched that. I had to open it up read, and watch that with my Bible open. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what am I watching? All right, I ain't gonna tell you my name, but everybody, welcome to this awesome interview. Thank you for tuning in, and I really do appreciate it. And my lovely, lovely sister at the bottom, appreciate it as well. As you can see, she is in her kitchen, and there's a reason why she is in her kitchen. We gonna get into the discussion now of how did it start it taking off doing TikTok videos in your kitchen? It all started because when I first moved to LA, I was trying to get into like acting and doing um, like commercials and stuff, and I did get picked up by agency, and I was like in their commercial um, um, acting division. Okay. Uh, it was tough for me to get work because I needed consistent money coming in. So I was booking gigs left and right. And then once I hit that, that lull, my, my bill didn't hit that same lull. So I had some issues there. And so I had to kind of like pull it in part, be very grateful that I didn't go to school, have a degree. So I was like, let me pull over for a second. Right. Let me let me, I, cause I tried the whole like working in the restaurant business and stuff, having a flexible schedule so I can go to these gigs, but it costs a lot of money to, to get like, uh, to get to those places. There's a reason why a lot of people that, that come from money end up making it like a little easier in the entertainment industry because it's kind of hard if you're only relying like on your, on your gigs that you book, mm-hmm. um, to pay your bills. And so, that's that, that's that's the piece. Like, if, if anyone's like wanting to get into the entertainment industry, or, or um, I would say do it, but try to have a job where you can work from home that's flexible as you try to pursue it, and just make sure you when you do go into your auditions, you know your lines, go to um, LA casting, and like I, I promise everything will come as you hustle because right. my agency found me. But I hit like a lull period and stuff too. I was like, I need, I need some money, money coming in because LA is also expensive. Facts. So I needed some money, money coming in. And now I work for a tech company that I'm very happy at that helps nurses out there. And as you can imagine, that was very lucrative at a time when a pandemic came around. So like my whole focus shifted towards that. And um, I kind of never looked back. I really enjoyed doing it. And so during the pandemic because like I couldn't go out and, and act and do anything else anymore. I didn't have any content. And like I was also modeling. Actually I was looking more modeling jobs when I was commercials and stuff. Okay. Um and so I ended up like I was just cooking in my kitchen one day, bored, couldn't do nothing. Um I think I had some makeup on. I forgot what I was doing that day, but I was cooking some gumbo. That was my first thing. You guys look on my page, the very first video that I ever did. I think I did it like in two or three parts. It was my first one. It wasn't like that planned, but I was in the middle of cooking some gumbo. And I was like, I'm going to make, 
I'm gonna make me a little video and stuff because I got time. <laughs> and and I and literally I just got such a great response from people that really enjoyed the content. I had so much fun doing it that I wanted to like show more content of me dancing in my kitchen just cooking. Right. And so I wanted to go ahead and just really just showcase that and what that has done for me. It's taught me how to cook. I can cook more than three things now. So I, I'm not scared to cook nothing in the kitchen, even if I even even if I mess it up. Like I'm just I'm not fearful. Like, like any recipe, I'm like, oh yeah, what's the ingredient? I can cook that. Um, it, it's it's given me like a whole new outlook on like what it means to I guess be domesticated. Okay. Back in, like you know, as modern women, I think we fight that off a lot of the time and stuff. Like not trying to be our mothers and like oh I work now. Like I don't have I don't be barefoot pregnant in the kitchen or whatever. And so I now have a different outlook of what that means to be domesticated, right. I guess, as a woman. So it's, it's given me that in a way, too, where I do enjoy, you know, keeping a nice home and, and knowing how to cook different things and going to the grocery store and just doing, like, this normal household things and finding joy in that. And also bringing that joy to other people. So if you go on my page and stuff, you see all that joy. Um and also my my recent trip I took to Belize as well, where I also got a chance to cook. Um, and I was able to fish. Actually, was uh, taught how to scale the fish and fillet it and cook it right out on the beach. And some people that helped me were actually in the chat a little earlier and stuff from Belize. So shout out to Adrian that he was in there a little earlier. Hey, okay, yeah, I saw that too. I was like, look at her. Being like a, a survivor, going in, getting fish and chopping it up. I say, okay. I mean, yes. did, did you? I ain't see you do your little dance there, though. So you didn't do a little dance right there. I didn't get a chance to do a little dance. That boat was fast. That <laughs> boat was fast. I'm going to tell. It's uh, like drinking a little bit. But I caught, I caught a lot of fish. I caught three barracudas. Mm. And um, it was it was like my first time being, being able to eat something that I, I really hunted in, in, in fish through, like, prepared out the ocean myself. And it was worth it. It gave me a whole new respect to, like, food and, and how it gets to the grocery store onto my table also. Like, going through that, that whole process. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So, oh, man. So, out of all the videos you have done on, tic- on TikTok, you know, you're doing the cooking and dancing, what had, what's one of the videos that has made, you know, say, like, this is my favorite one out of all the ones I made. Oh, okay. That's, that's a good one. Okay. As much as I love all my new videos that I have done, I still have a special place in my heart for my very first, I think, one or two videos that I ever did, only because it was just so pure and just, like, me wanting to just film right now because I was cooking something good and was feeling myself. And you could tell that it was just not planned. Like, I got dishes at the sink in the video and stuff. Like, my calendars are dirty. Like, I, it's not a... Now I kind of have a structure with each video that I do where I, I slide in and introduce myself, what I'm cooking, show all the steps. Like, I wasn't doing that in the very beginning. It was the first one. I had no idea that I was going to continue doing this to this day. It's actually the it's almost the anniversary of that. I started in April. Well, congratulations. Too. Okay. Um, so it's been, thank you. So it's been one full year of me bringing this content almost consistently. This is probably the longest like period break period that I had of not posting anything. I think it's been like two weeks. 
Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And how long does it take you to make these videos? It takes me, sometimes it'll take me about an hour, but it honestly depends depends on the cook time. Some people don't know that I actually am cooking this for myself to eat. And so, so it's not like the cooking videos where I have, like, I'm cooking something and I already have a finished product and I just bring it out and, and it's done. Like, sometimes I'm, I have to slow cook stuff. Right. Where... Uh, it's, the, the recipe told me six hours, but I was like, oh, this is really going to take eight. I don't know what they were talking about. So I can't, I can, sometimes I get dressed in the same outfit for continuity purposes and reshoot it just to show like the, like the slow cooking and the final, the final product. Sometimes I just be honest and just have like the next, <laughs> like this is the next day and show how long I waited for this food to cook. Um, but I, I go through this so y'all already know like how to cook it for yourself and how to time it better. I always have this in the description of all my videos. So like, so I'm like, hey, you want you might want to start this at like three o'clock. Don't be like me and start this at five and six. You're gonna get done to three a.m. Like, so it's like little little learn, learning curves I've had with some of my cooking videos. It's been very fun to go through. Some of my some of my videos don't always turn out <laughs> like how I want. Sometimes the food don't turn out how I want it to. Sometimes I have to do like some retakes. Right. Oh man. I, yeah. I, yeah. I failed to realize that part. I was like, I wonder how many retakes have she done to do this? <laughs> uh, I'll be transparent. That paella video uh-huh. that I did. Uh, I think I did a song from, from the guy from odd, odd feature, Tyler, Tyler, the creator. There's like a song where he featured a few other people from odd feature on there. And in, uh, in, in Macedo, I think is on that song. Um, that I had featured and I was cooking some paella. That was the video where I kept it, but cleaned up the directions because I completely screwed up. I couldn't even eat it. Oh, wow. That was, I think that out of all the videos I did, that was the only one where the food did not turn out well. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was hurt. Uh, I, I, I didn't know. eat that day. My mom was eat that day. I had to go out. <laughs> uh, so you went out and got some food. You had to go out to get some food that time, huh? Like, if I mess up, I don't eat, so I have to, I have to go order out or something. I, I, I'm not blaming you on that. Not at all. Not at all. And so, have people actually been sending you comments or messages about the videos that you make? Like, have you been getting positive, like, reviews of the videos? Yes. And actually, that's what keeps me going and doing it. Because I don't think you care that much. And, and sometimes I know, um, like, a few few days or maybe longer than a week and posting something something and I actually appreciate every person that messages me and like DMs me and goes you know where a cooking video at like I look forward to your recipes and like oh I cooked I cooked something that you did a video on like for my family and it turned out great and, and I love having those conversations with people I'm always down to hear like what what changes you made to the recipe or how did it turn out or or um or even I even appreciate suggestions I do have the people that are vegan that follow me. Okay. And I really do appreciate that instead of being like, you should be vegan and you shouldn't eat pork and stuff. I, I appreciate that um, a lot of my followers that are vegetarian and vegan, instead of taking that route, instead they actually just make suggestions of like, hey, I think it'd be really cool if you get some vegan recipes since I'm vegan. And I actually have on my page because of that. 
and and I'm glad that they brought me around and exposed me to like looking at different recipes that don't don't use me. Oh. So it's, it's stuff like so I really do enjoy the conversations I have with all my followers. Okay, that's awesome. That 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 is awesome. You need one of these right here for you. I didn't mean to cut it off quick. I, dang, that was rude. I'm going to play the whole thing because I don't want you to think, oh, you know, he didn't cut off my claps. I do apologize no. for that. I'm so sorry. You don't give me all the claps. Yeah. There we go. You got all the claps. That's all the claps. That's all a hundred of them people. I think there was a hundred claps in there. So <laughs> my next question. So what has been your favorite animes of all time? Your top with a good number. Your top five animes of all time. Ooh, my top five. Okay, I'm glad you gave me a, a lot. I thought I was going to say three, and I'm like, oh, I'm do, you, do you want me to give um, you three? I could give you three. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I kind of want to add a full spectrum in there. So, <laughs> where to start with? Okay, I guess if I had to rank them, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, I think, is my, my favorite one okay. of all time. I've been reading, watched it recently. I was just so into it. Um, I think it's very interesting that, a, not even interesting, but that's pretty dope that a show got so good the first time around that people were like, this was okay. And, you know, the first the first Full Metal, they were like, but we could do better. And, then full, and they gave us Full Metal. Okay. Alchemist Brotherhood and stuff. And it, it just, I got my Edward Elric and stuff. Yeah! <laughs> and I just, I just love the premise of that story. Um, it's, it's very beautifully written, and I love how like they have the the villains, um, so just well rounded and, and relatable, um, and it matches kind of like you know the human sins that we face almost on a daily and right. facets of our life. Um, the second one, I would definitely say Death Note. Because like I just love L, I love, but without L, it can't be light. And I just kind of love that dichotomy of the of the whole show. Okay, <laughs> they're both great. Cause it can't not be one without the other. Um, and the music, I think music of Death Note is so dope. I love the opening scene. It is kind of yeah, the, yeah. The, the music, the music slapping there. I, I yes, it does. It really it, it does. Slapping. Even the opera stuff. I mean, yes. like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, that being said, I do like Attack on Titan. I'm going to throw it in there, too, as well. Okay. It was one that I, I have to give it to them because of season one, because that was, like, the first anime I ever watched where episode one had captured my full attention. Oh, okay. So much that I had to see, like, the, the, um, the second episode. And just... I, don't, I can't think of another show other than Full Metal Alchemist that left such a lasting impression on me after the first episode. All right. Which is why I was like, I have to, I, I do have to give Attack on Titan their, their flowers. It's in, um, it's so depressing though. The first episode. Oh God, it hurt. It was more, it was like, <laughs> at the time, a lot of people were watching Game of Thrones. And so it was funny when I had conversations with people watching Game of Thrones. I wasn't watching Game of Thrones. I was, following Attack on Titan. Okay. And I was like, you think someone's like dying every three seconds? We got people that died that we forgot about that didn't even have a scene. True. That, Apparently not true. everybody's um death is dramatic. That was such a line in that show. <laughs> because you couldn't like nobody. It's like I like this dude. Damn. Well I like her damn. Huh. I 
Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm just gonna say I'm stop liking people because everybody I like. I'm dies. just gonna stop like no. <laughs> Like I can't, uh, uh, yeah. Like even I wanna, I wanna stand left um, Levi. Like he might go at any time too. So oh, like, God. Like, oh God! Don't say that, please. Don't I say that. Don't tell me nothing. <laughs> don't say that. I, was, I stopped reading the manga because I like the anime that much. Okay. Or, um, I would say like it more, but I just really do enjoy watching like the anime version. I think they do give the manga a lot of justice. So I mean, because like, I uh, think I think the manga manga actually you know i think manga tells you more about the anime that we watch it 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 has you know certain stuff in there but the show takes certain things out all from it from the manga which i don't understand yeah it it, it did have to like cheat and get like there was a special edition manga book that went into like the origin Mm -hmm. of season one and i think season two and without me reading that i wouldn't have understood like the full scope of the show in that universe Okay. Completely. And it has been times where I had to rewatch. I think season four, I had to rewatch two or three times. I was getting like kind of confused as to like the the world changes. Right. But but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay, that was that was three or four. That was three. Three. Okay, I got two more. I got two more. Okay. I would say I'm wearing my blanket blanking. Um I definitely know the show. It's um it's like Gurren Logan. I love that show. Like Gurren, like I watched that again recently. Too, what's what's the name of it again? Gurren Logan. I have a, uh, that's my first time hearing it. Okay, please tell me about it. You should watch it. It's amazing. It's just so good. Um, I'm not gonna try and give no spoilers because all the characters make the show. If you like characters, uh, that is, if if you like mecha anime, okay, plus action. Put a little bit of comedy here and there, a little bit of that military vibe because of the whole method thing. Okay. Then you will really like post-apocalyptic. That's my that's my vibe. Okay. Um, I, you really like during login. All the characters got mad hearts. Like so, you you are personally invested in like everybody by the end of the show, and to the point you can pour pour some out for everybody that dies at the end. Like it's just, it's that good of the show. So I definitely encourage anybody that's into action anime um, to watch it. And that brings me to my last one, which I would say is Samurai Champion. Yeah! Okay, I feel you on that. Yeah, and it's like soundtrack, characters, the shampoo of it all, which actually I think means in Japanese it means like a mixed dish, mixed bag, or something. So that's the reason why some of the the episodes don't exactly line up with the story but right. it's random but I like that so much about it like it just it's a story within a story that almost doesn't matter in the story but you kind of want to know anyway okay okay fat. okay you're learning the characters it's not so much about the story itself it's about like the character growth and and I don't know a lot of shows that kind of do that that execute that well so I have to give it up to Samurai Champion which also has a great opening and ending space it does. It, it it does. It does. You named some. Oh man, you had named some jewels except for that one I haven't seen yet. But I'm I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. So with all those animes you named, you deserve this because I think that was awesome. Level clear. That that was awesome. That was awesome. And so if you can relate yourself to any anime character. Who would you relate yourself to and why? 
Mm-hmm. I know deep questions. Oh man, that's a hard one. <laughs> Who would I relate myself to? I so I actually would relate myself a little to uh, Alphonse actually from, from and I know that's something that no one would expect for me to say or anyone to say at all, but that that is um, Edward um, Elbert's younger brother. Okay. His, younger brother and it's because of um the heart that he gives and what he does um for his work as his job and just that like love he has for everybody and everything and that entity that he shows right and that's kind of how i see like my own job and what i do every day i don't look at what i do as just his job like i'm I'm helping like you know the healthcare industry and helping nurses and so i feel personally invested in what i do and that allows him to do it well because i care so I would say that I do kind of resonate with Alfonso's character a little bit. That little bit of like pure part in believing in what they do, wanting to help people. Okay. Even knowing that they maybe should be putting themselves first a little bit because of all the sacrifices they already have to give in. Right. So I can kind of see myself a little bit in Alfonso. Okay. That's. Okay. That was the first time I ever heard that answer, but that's okay. I feel that though. And you broke it down. Okay. I hear, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> huh. All right. So tell us the origin story of yourself. The origin story of what? The origin story of you. Of me? Mm-hmm. Oh dang. Um well my origin story is similar to a Tyler Perry. Movie probably, but I would keep it short and sweet. Uh, did she? Okay. That being said, because uh, you know, our community knows what that means. So right. <laughs> pretty much, the, the thing is, first three movies is pretty much what I was through in my own life within my own family. Oh, wow. um, no no abuse, though, on my end. Um, but there there was um, a lot of family members that were struggling with uh, drug addiction. And um, so I did have parents that were going through a hard time. I lived with different family members. And fast forward, um, I ended up going to college in Hawaii um, on, on my own. Um, my parents made it very clear uh, because it was so far away that they were worried financially for me. Mm-hmm. That, you know, if I something happens or, you know, I'm stuck there and you won't be able to make money, so I'll help you out. I, I took the chance on that. The way I saw going to Hawaii for school was I felt like I wanted to go somewhere where I wasn't in a Ivy League school that was stressed out every day just because I'm going to this grinning school and this is this one big rap race. Like I just I got that enough in college and stuff. I wasn't trying to go through that. Not in college in high school, I was trying to go through that in college. Right. And stuff. So I chose Hawaii um because I think and I, I had it proven to me like multiple times once I got into the, out into the job market that because of the school I went to is going to stand out just as much as someone that went to Harvard. And, and it did end up happening like over and over again. Oh, wow. And stuff. Like it's just, just as notable as like the other candidates in the room could be like coming from an Ivy League school. My, my school also stood out to employers too as well. And so my hunch got proven right. And so it did, it did afford me a lot of opportunities just because it was just a great talking point 
see people that looked at my resume like, oh, you went to school in Hawaii. Like, what was that like? So it was just a great way for me to get out there. Um, and so I was in Hawaii solo, never visited, just went straight up, went to Hawaii Pacific University, majored in strategic advertising. Okay. We almost lost funding at one point, so my major got switched to like mass communication. They ended up saving their um, accreditation inside of the last minute. So I am, I do have a degree from the accredited school. Thank okay. God. They acknowledge to give your money back to gain accreditation and uh, fund back. Of course. College. Of course, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I got I got lucky on that. Uh, that that is the power of that be ended up making that you know happen where the school kept their accreditation. Uh, fast forward a little from that, I ended up moving to LA. I think back in 2016, 2017, and that's when I started doing acting, a lot of modeling. I was kind of like in the swimwear, swimsuit modeling world um, because that that's what I had the body top body type four, even though I was able to do runway when I was in Hawaii because um, age folks kind of run a little shorter and stuff. I was able to kind of slide in over there because I'm only five, 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 six, depending on how I wear my hair on this day. And I was able to, you know, slide in and do fashion shows and, and, and do, I was like, hey, Christy, do fashion shows and, and also, uh, you know, walk on the runway and do all the tall girls and, um, and blend in. When I got to LA, was not the case. I could only do print, but that's what I was. I had the height that was suitable for print, um, which was also cool. Um, it, it, it takes a lot of work being in fashion shows, personally, and stuff. And they don't need you either. They don't need you on shoots either. Like, it's a lot of people know that. It's a big difference. There is no craft table when you're doing a, a photo shoot versus if you're like going to be acting or something. Like, there's a whole craft table. I remember the first time I ever saw a craft table when it came to LA when I was on set somewhere and I literally was asking like every person with a bag, like, can I eat this? Like no one's gonna stop me. Cause I was used to like getting water bottles taken out of my hand um, on on photo, photo sets and stuff, saying wow. that it's gonna bloat me and I have to wait to the end. Um, so that, that was a big <laughs> difference um, in both of those worlds. Um, did a little bit of theater and stuff too when I got here. And like, I guess I, I just ended up getting really into tech, like when I was looking for like a more stable job. And I just really enjoyed having some sense of purpose and being able to uh, use my talents, my skill set, and, and still value for something other than my my appearance. So that's, that's what I really got a joy out of that and, and helping people. Um, where I'm just more than a free base and, and I was able to use that. I was able to use that degree too. So thank goodness. Um, I'm gonna pay those loans off eventually. Uh, and that's, that's pretty much my, my, my basic, um, origin story that, you know, no matter where, where you come from in your life and circumstances, right. and, you know, don't let that limit you. We all, we all have limits. That's, that is real. I, did not come from a rich family whatsoever, but I was willing to find the resources, did the research, um, accumulated a little bit of debt, but it, it was all worth it in the end because now I'm in a place where I can start paying back and, and, and I, that investment was worth it in myself. Um, but just, you know, if you have the power within you to do the research and look for different avenues or what is like 
um, accessible to you, right. I almost can guarantee you anything that you're looking for. If there is, there's a program for it out there that you're that you can match if you qualify for it. That's really built to help someone like you um, versus someone that's taking advantage of it. They don't really need it. Like it, it exists, and it it, it it takes it took other people to show that to me. So I'm telling that to everyone that's like watching now. Oh wow, that is awesome! Thank you for dropping that knowledge and that that word of wisdom. I think everybody deserves and needs to hear that. Thank you for that. That was awesome. Y'all, give us some of these clapping emojis, if y'all would, in the comments. And thank y'all for tuning in to this interview. We appreciate it. And so, my next question. Are you into cosplay? I would like to be. I think with, you know, you know what the pandemic taught me, honestly, is to really take advantage of all your hobbies and all your likes and what you like to do. And I always had a huge respect for cosplayers. It takes a lot of work to do. Even if you're buying the pieces here and there, it costs money that you have to actually work for to get. Um, and then even if you're making the pieces, that's a whole different like, level of respect there just because you are physically having to make something and match it up to the character, um, learning how to sew. So many skills that kind of goes within that even the people that buy a lot of the, the costuming there's, a, there's like a business um skill that i noticed that those people have because they have to learn how to haggle and bid for certain things or know how to um you know negotiate prices for things that are getting um or, or things they need for their costumes so it's like a different skill set that's needed for cosplay mm-hmm. that like really needs to, to be i think highlighted like because most people I know that do cosplay, I'm always so impressed by, you know, the level of planning that goes into it. Facts. Um, the, the skills they have developed when it comes to, like, makeup, doing hair, um, dyeing the wigs, using, like, all these different types of materials to make the, the weapons and to make the costumes. It's amazing. And I would love to get into that. I, I think now, because everything is opening up, I'm personally, I'm vaccinated, too, as well. Um, I would definitely like to dive into that world, really appreciate it when conventions do start back up again and, and dive into it when now when I have to look for it, I guess, where I can play all the hot, sexy, like, anime <laughs> characters. Let me just do that now because I think I got a solid 10 years before I probably need to sit my ass down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in that same boat, yeah, with five, 10 years. It's like, yeah, I got to stop now. got to stop doing that. So if you had, once you have, once you get the opportunity, who would you like to cosplay as? Who would be your first cosplay? Ooh, um, Yoriichi. I'm probably butchering her name from Bleach. Okay, okay, yes, I got. Yes, I can see it with like the, the purple, that. the purple hair and stuff. She's always dope to me, and yeah, I always tell people too. I think my if I had to choose a spirit animal is I'm a house cat. <laughs> I'm a pampered house cat as my so like you know your YouTube be perfect for me. It, that would, <laughs> that, dead on, dead on. And also, I seen where you you know for Halloween you cosplay as Sonya Blade. And why Sonya Blade out of all the characters in Mortal Kombat? Why Sonya? She really inspired me growing up. Like she, I put it like this: okay. when I was in when I was in school in 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 Hawaii in college in the dorms, I used to actually bet money with other people in, in the dorms for um, 
for pretty much pretending like I couldn't really play that well. And it was like me and other girls that also was really good. I had another friend um, who was really good at playing katana and she could just kick ass at katana to the point she even memorized like all the, um, man, why did that, that, that term just leave me? Like she memorized all the, um, intros, not, not the intros, but like the, the, the kill fatality, fake boom, fatality. She memorized all the fatality codes to play. I hadn't got that good. I cannot say I memorized Final Blade fatality, but I could hit them when it was that time. But <laughs> I used to actually bet money with people and pretend like I didn't know how to really play that much. You know, people didn't question why I had my own system, but. But um, I used to actually make some some change on the side, like why, like I was I was like that that stereotypical girl at at the bar at the pool table that uh-huh. pretends that she don't know how to play pool and then she takes the whole the whole set <laughs> and she leaves. I was at a Mortal Kombat. That was me and my friends. Okay. And so I I just love playing play so much to the point that I even got into kickboxing. Um, right before quarantine, I was um taking kickboxing classes. I was starting to get into Muay Thai a little bit because I really disrespected what Simon Blade stood for. Like, not only was she a attractive character, but um, she also um, had a lot of respect from other characters because of her military background. Right. Which is in the level of training that she had and that level of, like, loyalty that she even had to her comrades and everything. So I just didn't respect that about her. And knew that that came from her having um, a level of like structure and training and discipline in her life, and I kind of felt like I needed that too. Or you know, if she if she can fight and, and have some kicks, like why like why can't I do that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I, f- I feel you on that. I feel you on that. So since we're talking about Mortal Kombat, how did you feel <laughs> about the new Mortal Kombat movie? How did I feel about? I liked it. I liked it. I mean, that was corny. I, I, on a basic level, they gave us the Mortal Kombat we deserve. I will put it, I will put it that, like, from, compare it to the last movie. This, I wish this was, like, the first one that existed, but I feel like the first one is a bit campy. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's kind of like, it's a cult classic because it's so bad, it's good kind of thing. <laughs> so I feel like now we have, like, a movie that's, I guess, more respected in the genre, like they actually tried, like the characters knew how to, like the actors knew how to act, actually. Right. Um, the graphics was good. Um, I love how they peppered in um, the the slogans from the video game, and it wasn't always, I, it wasn't too ironic or too too corny, like even how they would say, I mean, it's not a little corny, but you know, I was here for it. I was always sitting. It's definitely fatality. <laughs> I, I was here for all that, so I I liked it just on a sense of this, this is something I would definitely, like, if I had kids, I ain't got kids, but if I had kids, I'd totally feel to take, like, I would take them to go see this movie. Okay, okay, and we know you could tell she a little cooking. She says pepper, and then, like, oh my gosh, she just seasoned it the whole Wait, thing. I'm, it, I'm it, doing this quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what is his name that does this? I've never known his name. Do you know his name? Yeah, I don't know his real name. I know he he's opening up a restaurant in LA, and I definitely would love to like have a video about that. When really? I go. Yes, I already extensive detail, so if anyone want to take me down here, um, <laughs> I know he goes by Pepper. I think he goes by Salt Daddy. Salt Salt Daddy. Or Salt Bay. He goes by Salt Bay. That's his name. 
Salt Bay. Salt Bay. Okay. Sometimes do you get, when you be cooking, do you get the little Salt Bay and you go like that? Sometimes. I got one video that just showed me doing that. I, I, it's in there somewhere. I forgot which one, but I <laughs> kept it for like a second. Me over the stove. Oh man! Oh man! This is this was an awesome interview, ma'am. Thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate this. Thank you so much for having having me. I feel like this is definitely one of the most fun interviews I ever did. I've done a lot in my life. I'm kind of one hand, and this one takes you get the thumb. Don't 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 now, hold up. on now. Don't don't cap. Don't 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 be capping that. Be you can be I'm honest. Not. With me. You don't cap. I don't need no cap. Be honest with me. If it sucked, it sucked. If it was bad, it was bad. You could tell me. I might. My feelings might be hurt and I'll cry, but still, you could tell me. No, this is no cap. This is like one of the most fun interviews I ever did, and I felt it was very natural and, and thank you. I felt I felt like we had a very good rapport. I, th- I think we did too, because when I come on, I want to bring people. I want to bring people on, and make them feel comfortable. You know, you don't like once you say gatekeep. I say I am the last person to finna gatekeep anybody by by us having our conversations in the DMs. Like, okay, so yeah, she she she's a blur and she loved this community, and I thank you for coming on, but. <clears throat> Before you go, I got one question for you. What's that? Would you like to play a game? Oh, we playing games. Mm-hmm. What game we playing? Okay, so would you like would you like me to break down the games for you, and I'm gonna let you pick one game. Okay, you can break break it down for me. All right, so here we go. The first game is called Give Me Five. In Give Me Five, I will ask you one topic. And in that topic, you have to give me five items related to that one topic. Here's the catch. You cannot say, mm. You cannot say, ah. I'll do any pause in between. And you have 10 seconds to answer that question. That is, give me five. Game number two. It's questions. I will ask you four simple questions. And if you can't answer these questions, you have to say 90 out real loud in order for you to use a lifeline. Your lifeline, it could be me or it could be the six people that are watching this live right now. That is questions. Game number three is riddles. It's the same concept as questions. Four riddles, lifeline, 90, me or the seven people watching can be your lifeline. Game number four, game number four, which is it's become very good now, is name that tune. I could play any theme song from Mortal Kombat to the Golden Girls, and you will have to tell me the tune of that song. And there are five categories, and in that you have three clues. I'm gonna give you three clues. It could be the most stupidest clue, or it could be the most helpful clue. It depends how I'm feeling. So I'm feeling good today. So it may be working out in your favor. And game number five is finish the tune. In finish the tune, I would play any theme song or any Disney song or any song you could sing or sing along to, but you would have to finish the next verse in that song. And here's a new game. It's called Talking Spit, where me and you would play the game. We would get a cup of water, put the water in our mouth. We have to tell three, three of the corniest jokes. Whoever, whoever gets the most laughs wins. So, which game would you like to play? I suck at remembering lyrics, so I'm going to take a jab at na- um, name that tune. Name that tune. Okay, let's go ahead and get 
I'm so happy she picked that. Yay. Okay. <laughs> now, in Name That Tune, you have five categories. Maybe the first two may be easy, but when we get to category three, that's when things become very intriguing. <laughs> and if you need a clue, let's say you need a clue, and you got three clues. And also, on top of that, I will keep playing the song for you. How many times you ever want me to play, I will do it for you. So, okay. let me go ahead and get the good old this game ready real quick. Let me go ahead and get prepared and let me do this. Excellent. All right, I almost got everything set up for Name That Tune. So cute. Um, <laughs> I do love Signs Day a lot. Like, oh. I don't know that new one, that new one, I don't know. But that first one was great. Okay. <laughs> um, so, is, is it Don't Drop That Dentina? And I think it was made by y- YG. Yeah. I don't drop that. Yeah, don't drop that. They, is it YG? Yes, okay. But they did it, but you know, of course, they did an anime version to it, so yeah. I've heard it before. I'm here for it. It's cute. Alright. So, are you ready for your first song? Yes. Alright. And people are that are watching this game, here's the thing. You cannot help her at any time. I know y'all watching this and y'all sitting on your bed, you're sitting playing the game, you're sitting outside, sitting on the toilet, whatever you're sitting at, and you're hearing it and you want to answer so bad you want to type it. But you can't because she has to do it on her own, just like everybody else. And if you type an answer or if she see the answer, she would get this. <laughs> And y'all do not want that for her because she's likable. She's very bubbly. So, and she cooked. So, y'all may be missing y'all blessings. So, don't mess her up now. Because, you know, I, I know some of the guys in here are like, oh my God, look at that smile. Yes, I got it. But, you know, relax. Yeah. We, we got you. Yeah, I want my point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, here we go. The first song. <sighs> Let me go and get everything ready. And I think that's loud enough. And here we go. The first one. Three, two, one. Name this tune. Crap, because I, I definitely heard the song before. I'm drawing blank. I'll play it again. Okay, it sounds like this is coming from. Fairly odd parents from like 
from from Chet, like what was the name of that guy that we used to sing? Was it Chet? And it's it's shiny teeth in me. Two Face cosplay. That was not hard. She was in a park. She was in a ballpark when she said the family are parents, and she said the name Chip Skylark. So she was in a. That was not hard. Yeah. <laughs> was, was that was that hard? And it was no. It's not. It made me feel better. Nah. That was that was a long that was a long time ago though. So you you're tapping into some <laughs> some 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 recesses of my mind. <laughs> All right then. Are you ready for your next song? Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Two faced talk. I'm talking about that was hard. That was not hard. Almost made me cry. All right, here we go. Here we go to the next one. Ooh. Now nah, I might be an asshole for this one, but this is this is my top favorite song. This is a good song. You may know it, but this is a good song. I may not, okay. This, oh God, do I want to do it? Sorry. Or do I need to? Or do I need to say this one for the last? No, let's go ahead and go with this one. All right, are you ready for your next one? I'm ready. Here we go. In three, two, one. Name this tune. That is, isn't that, is, I think the song is called Boogie Sing. Boogie Sing song. And I like that song too. It's a good taste. Okay. Look, oh, okay. Look at her. Okay. I thought for sure you wasn't going to get that one. I really did. Oh, man. All day on Christmas. That's all I was listening to. I don't want to hear no Christmas music. I'm listening to my Nightmare Before Christmas album. Okay. Okay. Bitch. Now here goes round three. Now this was this when things become very interesting. Are you ready? Yes. <clears throat> here we go. And three. In three, two, one, name this tune. As part of the Caribbean theme. Hey, she's slapping over here. She she clowning. She cl- hey. she clowning though. Hey. You gotta give us a print. She clowned. Okay, 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 okay. All right, then. Are you ready for the next one? Yes, bring it on. All right, here we go. Grammar. That was a commercial. That's, that's not the real song. can help you write quickly and confidently. <sighs> All right. All right, let's go with that one. You ready for your next one? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. In three, two, one. Name this tune.
Mm, that was a little harder for me to hear. I had to hear it one more time. All right. Three, two, one. Remember, you still have three clues. You had three clues, and you're on your last two categories. I'm going to use a clue for this one. You want a clue? Yes, I would like a clue. The first clue is circus. Circus? Yep. Oh yeah, I'm not going to know this song. I think I, I think I know where it's coming from, but I'm not going to know it because I didn't see the movie. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> so you say you think you know where it's coming from. Do you need a second clue, or you want to take a guess? I do. I want. I'm going to go ahead and guess it. If and I want to say that it comes from The Greatest Showman. And the name of that song is This Is Me. That's to help you out. You know, you should watch the movie. Thank, it's, thank it's a you. great movie. Thank it's you. a great movie. You should watch it. I love it. I, I will, uh, I'm going to uh, watch thank it. Thank you for your recommendation. I might consider it. All right. All right. So. I hate these glasses. So we are on to the last one. So. Right. Once we, we got two last, clues. You got two clues. You got two clues. You got a last one. And also, you have you have a bonus. So. Are you ready for the last one? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. The last one. Kind of like Morpheus with the, the chain. Is that what you're going for? We can go with that. Yeah, we can say that. Yeah, yeah we can say that. <laughs> <laughs> All And then gotta gotta get the one. Uh, here we go. Are you ready for Are you ready for your last one? Yes, I am. Bring it on. We gonna who? We gonna okay. We gonna test a. We gonna test our music skills. We gonna see. We gonna see. Um. <laughs> we from, this one right here. Now. This the last. This the last one though. This the so last lady. one. Now the last one. If you, if you guess this one, I say uh, she got taste. She got taste in theater. But this is this is good. All right, here we okay. go. Are you ready for the last one? Yes, I am. Here we go. Three, two, one. Name this tune. I need some more. I need some more of this. All right, here we go. I think I I think I know where this is from. You gonna hate me because I'm gonna see this. Again. <laughs> but I will take a clue. Clue. Hmm. <laughs> 
Oh God, I wanna a clue, a clue, a clue. Okay. King George. Ooh. Yeah. Play one more time. Play one more time. All right. I'm 14. They placed him in charge of the trading chart. And every day while slaves were being slaughtered and carted away, across the waves he struggled and kept his guard up. Inside he was longing for something to be a part of. The brother was ready to beg, steal, borrow, or barter. Ooh, makes me really want to see it after this and stuff. I'm cultured and not cultured at the same time, guys. Um, I, I want to guess Hamilton as my final guess. Uh, is that your final answer? Yes. Are you sure? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was me. I didn't mean to do that. I just wanted to play along. But yeah, that was it. Allison, okay. She got No, you could have. That's not. Clearly, I was like, I didn't watch this either. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I do know my music, though. You do. You do. You got, and you got some great taste. So, are you ready for the bonus? question yeah here goes the bonus question i'm weak as hell because i picked this <laughs> you got another commercial uh uh-uh, no no it's the, it's the last it's the bonus question i picked <laughs> y'all gonna call me lame for this one but i enjoy i enjoyed this one i enjoyed this i really did are you ready Yes, I am. All right, here we go. In three, two, God dang it. Songs back then wasn't very creative. Hold on. Right, here we go. Three. Okay. Two, one, name this tune. Oh, sorry, I had it on mute. My bad. I messed up. Still loading. Here we go. Ah. I can't remember the name of the song. I know it's Will Smith, though. Play, play, play some more. Ain't trying to hear that. Trying to bring down me, the champion. When y'all clowns won't see that it can't be done. Understand me, son. I'm the slickest they is. I'm the quickest they is. Did I say I'm the slickest they is? Ooh, so it's not. Okay. Um, similar beat, though. I give you something. You said the name. Okay. <laughs> Should I give it to her? Because she said she said the artist. So should I give it to her, or do we need the song for the bonus? I guess. What y'all say in the comments? Do y'all do y'all want me to give it to her, or, or she has to name the song? What y'all say? Let's give it up to the. Like, I'm just like I cannot remember it. So. Let's leave it to the people in the comments. 
give it to her because she said the rapper or the name? Which one she need? Yeah, I cannot remember that song. But you, okay, you can't remember the song, but you named the rapper. It's funny, because this is a more popular song. I actually know this. <laughs> all, all, out of all the ones you gave me. You know what? I'm a, you know what? I'm a fair guy. I'm going to give it to you. Okay. It, it is called The Wild Wild West. By Will That's Smith. why. You know, I did like that movie too. <laughs> Everybody, give her a round of applause for doing a amazing and awesome job on this game. She she slept. She slept. She did, and she got all of them. Give her a round of applause, please. Thank you. Thank you for everybody that was in the chat that hung out and and and, and watched me fail that bonus question. You kind of didn't put your name to rapper, so that was kind of a plus. But anyway, at this time, sis, I'm going to let you go ahead and pop yourself, let people know where they can find you at, what you got coming up, and take it away. It's on you. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I am on TikTok. It's Good Life D, um, G double O D, D E E. Wait. D double O D. Wait, I was like. L I S. E-D-E-E. As you can tell, I don't really use TikTok a lot. I love the UI of TikTok. I love the features and stuff on there. Um, it's perfect for um, content creators. But all my love and admiration all comes from, from Instagram. Instagram is my home base and stuff. So anything I upload on there will be polished up to be put on Instagram. Um, I will be having some longer um, videos, long-form videos coming up very soon. Um, I would love to have more anime like content and be talking about my favorite shows coming up very soon. As soon as I find some damn time to do it, I'm gonna do it. Um, I keep working around that idea and I would love to like discuss with more people about like their favorite anime shows and genres that are out there because there's so much to explore. And again, you can find me on Instagram as Miss Dion, M-I-S-S-D-I-O-N-N-E underscore D-A-N-A-E, Miss Dion underscore Danae. And yes, that is my real name. All right. And thank you so much for having me. That is so awesome. Thank you for coming on. And we really do appreciate you. I want to say that stay you, stay smiling, stay positive, and keep doing what you're doing. And thank you again for coming on, having an interview with Blurred Over. And I really do appreciate the support from me being at where I was at to now. So thank you. And you can see nothing has changed about me. So I really do appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, baby boys, baby girls, it's your boy SKIP.88 here. Brought to you another awesome interview. Y'all go follow her, support her, and maybe she may send you a plate, you know, because she can cook. So remember, WTW, what's the word? Say it with me. U-N-I-T-Y. What does that spell? Unity. This is how we're going to get the life together. Y'all take care, be blessed, and I'll see you next time on a Blurred Over interview. Take care, be blessed, and bye.